Hi, my name is Diana Trepkoff, and I'd like to introduce my new podcast called Can I Help Find Your Missing Loved One? And I wanted to let you know about my history, what I was like as a child, and basically so you can get to know a little bit about me before we get to know a little bit about the families and the missing loved ones. So I'll start with, you know, when I was young, I'd, I'd come home from school and have lunch and I'd watch the Flintstones, which I'm sure many people did around the world. <laughs> um, I loved Fred Flintstone, Barney, Wilma, all of them, Pebbles, Bam Bam. And um, I would draw cartoons and I started speed drawing cartoons. And my mom said, Diane, you have something. Uh, stick with it. And I didn't know at the time, I just, you know, got the marker and started drawing cartoons really fast. And then we lived in British Columbia in Burnaby, BC, and I was 12 years old. And I remember seeing Terry Fox running on the news and he had one leg and he was running. And we were all hoping, you know, he was going to beat cancer. And when I found out he passed away, I was really sad. And I got the white pages to look for his mom's number. They lived in Port Coquitlam and we lived in Burnaby. And I found his mom's number and I called and I said, hi, is this Terry Fox's mom? And she said, yes. And I said, my name's Diana Trepkoff. I live in Burnaby and I'm 12 years old. And I wanted to say, I'm so sorry that Terry passed away. And it was just years ago that my mom reminded me of that. And I was like, oh, yeah, mom, I remember. She's like, yeah, you always cared about people. You never wanted to see people hurt. And I think that's where forensic art came in to my life, that it's about art and it's about empathy. And in order to be a good forensic artist, you have to really care about the families. That, that's where I think it all stems from. And then art comes in. And... um I've, I've completed hundreds of law enforcement cold cases. I'm going to let you know a bit about the career here. Um, I was on the cover of Blue Line magazine, which is Canada's law enforcement magazine, and I was reconstructing a, a skull there from the Lost Franklin expedition. And that was in 2016. And um, I was a keynote speaker at the FBI conference. And actually, there's a really interesting story there that I, I, I should tell you. Um, because I believe in miracles and I believe everything's possible in life. You know, we just like don't give up and, and give it all you got. So I was a volunteer with the Toronto Police at the time, but I was also a member of the Ontario Chief of Police Association, still am today. And um, it was the FBI conference. And I remember I met Robert Mueller, the director, and we all got our pictures taken and stuff with him. And then I was getting these booklets together and somebody said, Diane, go watch the keynote presentation. She's really inspiring. And I was like, oh, okay. And it was the, um, the lady when she was a young girl and she was running naked in, in Vietnam during the war. And um, I, I went to the, you know, the main doors and I was like, oh, good. I love inspiration. And I love to be inspired listening to someone's story. So I was all excited. I had my red volunteer shirt on and I went to the main doors and there are police officers there and the officer says, no, you're not allowed in. And I'm like, why? Cause you're a volunteer. And I go, I can't watch the keynote speaker. And she, and he's like, no, you're a volunteer. 
And I thought, gee, if I came in as a delegate with the OACP, I would have been able to go in. But because I picked a volunteer, I'm not allowed to go in. And I walked away really offended and I felt hurt. And I thought, hmm, I'm good enough to volunteer. I'm not good enough to watch the presentation. Gee. And, you know, we get sensitive at times. And that was one of those times. So let's fast track. Three years later, I'm sitting in my office and I'm working away. And I get an email. And it's from a sergeant at the Hamilton Police Service. And he's like, Diana, um, we're wondering if you'd like to be the keynote speaker at the FBI conference we'll be hosting. And this was three years later. And I sat back in my chair and I laughed. And I thought, wow, three years ago, I wasn't good enough to go into the room. But today I'm asked to be one of their keynote speakers at the FBI conference. And... Of course, I said yes, I was honored, and it turned out to be one of the best presentations I ever did, and everyone was so amazing. And it was funny because as I was walking in the doors, there were police officers there, and they said, oh, you're the forensic artist, you're Diana Trapkoff. I'm like, yeah. I said, come on in. They go, no, we're not allowed. We have to guard the door. And I just thought, wow, full circle, how life works. <laughs> you know, I'm thinking, no, come in, you know, but um you know, it was still me three years before. It was me at the FBI conference when I did the keynote speech. And then it's me today. But this is how life works. Miracles happen every day. Never give up on your dreams. And the reason why I believe in miracles so much is because, you know, a lot of scary stuff happened to me in my life. A lot of close calls. And I'll just mention a few. Um, I'm a cancer survivor. I had two surgeries in radiation and um, I remember, you know, calling in and talking to the cancer hotline and I said, could I die? And they said, well, yes, you have cancer. And I was so scared and crying that night. And the good news I'm here today. And that was a long time ago and I beat it. And, um, and then I had a, a, a brutal car accident and um, I still don't feel comfortable talking about it, but it's about being real. So and the way my head smacked back and forth, end up, it ended up resulting, I got a rare aneurysm from it. And um, luckily, I beat that too. And that was tough. I did a lot of meditation, a lot of swimming. Um, I, I'm careful with what I eat and stuff. But, you know, when me and the doctor were talking, I cried in the office and he cried because he says, I don't know what you're doing. Whatever you're doing, it's working, you know, because I'm healing. And um, that's a miracle in itself right there. So I, I believe in miracles, um, 100%. And that's why I, I feel I'm the right person to come out with this podcast. Um, can I help find your missing loved one? Because we need miracles here. These families are going through such torture. And I don't want them to feel alone in their journey. It's very hard. It's very dark. And I notice a lot of people look the other way. They don't want to be involved. It's too negative for them. And I thought, these, these families never said, I knew this would happen one day. Many of them have said to me, Diane, things like this don't happen. They happen in movies. I never thought this would ever happen. And this is why it's so important. Everybody comes together. You don't know what tomorrow is going to bring, whether it's positive or negative. We have to help one another. And when you see somebody suffering, you know, step in. You might be the only person who is. And, you know, miracles do happen. 
So my goal for the podcast, my mission, is that we find these missing loved ones and we get answers. If we can't find them, let's get answers. So as these amazing families that I've been so blessed to get to know, and I actually love them, (laughs) um, they're all in my heart, they're going to tell their story of who the missing loved one is, and we're going to honor them. And then we're going to talk about the investigation. We're going to mention the police service. And anybody who's listening, I want you to have the courage to come forward with any tip you may have. No tip is too small. So don't feel like, oh, I don't want to call in. The tip might be stupid or I might feel like a fool if it's wrong. No, I feel like a fool if you don't call. And I don't even mean that. But what I'm saying is please call. There's no tip that is too small. Have the courage and call. You could make that difference for this family and bring that missing loved one home. I, I can't emphasize that enough. It is so important. If any little thing that you think could crack this case, whoever we're talking about at that time on the podcast, you could either reach out to me, reach out to the family, to the police service. We'll put a description about everything on each podcast and who you can be in touch with. But it's so important to come forward. And again, miracles do happen. So together as a team, I believe we can make a difference. Um, For the Franklin Expedition, that was also an amazing um, amazing face reconstructions I was so blessed to do. And I reconstructed two of the skulls at the beginning. And then the Royal Ontario Museum asked me to do a lecture on them. And um, that was amazing. That was one of, that'll always be in my heart that day. And then the Canadian Museum of History, my, um, my work was on the wall there with the 1845 Lost Franklin Expedition. And when I walked into the museum, I cried because it was just a few months prior that my dad passed away. And my dad was always waiting. When's it going to come out? When are you going to make it, Diane? When are you going to finally start making money? You do everything from your heart. When is this? And I said, dad, dad, everything's okay. Stop. You know, it'll happen. Everything's good. And then he passes away. And the thing that I don't understand is that after he passed away, everything started to happen. Everything took off in the career, in life. And I was like, oh, and I miss him so much. And I want to tell him all these things. Um, you know, so that's a personal part about me, but we can't change, you know, the past. And I hope he's looking down and he's proud. And um, so I was honored to be part of the Franklin Expedition. I've done hundreds of law enforcement cold cases and each case I've ever worked on has a special place in my heart. I was on CNN World Breaking News many times and they've always treated me like gold there. And um, I was on the cover of the Blue Line magazine and um, that's the Canadian law enforcement magazine. And I was reconstructing the skull on the cover and I've written five books. Four are children books and one's to help prevent a child from going missing. And the other ones are positive ones for children. And then I did a forensic art book, Faceless, Voiceless. And um, so I, I love expressing what I'm thinking down into words. And um, I love making a difference. And, and once again, I feel very blessed in life and very lucky. Things have not been easy in my life, but nothing good comes easy. We're, we're meant to see how hard can we work at something? Can we make our dreams come true? 
And when we do, it's a remarkable feeling. I'm also very grateful. I have two amazing children and I was a single mom raising them and I'm proud of both of them. And I have an amazing boyfriend who stands by me through thick and thin and I have amazing pets. So, you know, really what else can I ask for in life? Right. I get to now help families and I want to give back. I feel blessed and grateful and I want to help others so they can feel blessed and grateful. So you got to know a little bit about me now. And um, I would like you to get to know the families of missing loved ones. So please enjoy my new podcast called Can I Help Find Your Missing Loved One? And let's get started. Thank you.